Hi, my name is Pierre de Foulounou, and you're listening to the AAA podcast. AAA is a podcast where I have a conversation with anyone, anywhere, at any time. We are in Lisbon, it's 6 p.m., and today I'm joined by, <laughs> by the Bells, obviously, and also Chrislane Rocha. Thank yeah. you for coming in. Thank you for having um, me. Guys, this is the first episode after the, I mean, during the pandemic still, but we are allowed to go outside. So we are now inside the park and uh, you'll hear some noise. So I hope it's not too horrible, it's in Portuguese, uh, too horrible for you. Um, but yeah, welcome. Thank Thanks you. for joining me. Thanks for being here. It's actually really weird to you know, start again with someone face, I mean, I know. face to I'm face. I'm feeling just the same. Because I've been fixing a computer for the past like three months. I know, I know. That's why, that's why I told you like, let's try it face to face. We need to re-socialize, you know, come back to the earth and explore things because that's how things should be. And I of mean, course, taking yeah. precautions, but. Obviously, we are sitting like maybe <laughs> a meter and a half away from each with other, a, I guess. a bottle of beer with each. Each a bottle of beer, because <laughs> I didn't find any cups. That way it's, it's safer. But so yeah, if I'm laughing too much by the end of the, the episode, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's because <laughs> of the events. beer. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's nice at the same time because I've missed seeing people, Me obviously. Too. Me too. Uh, but yeah, it's fucking weird because I don't know, I'm not... I mean, I, I speak with uh, the family where I live with, mm -hmm. but we don't even speak that much because come on, after three months, you don't have many things to say to each other, you know? Yeah. Like, hola, bon dia. How are you doing? Good, thank you. How's you? How's your day? Well, you know, I was here Did sitting in the couch um, a bit, and okay. I speak a bit of Portuguese, so it's like we try uh, to. At least you have the exchange. So yes, that's good. Try to meet them halfway. Um, I still can't speak Portuguese. I mean, I'm not. You're doing great, though. No. You don't notice, but you you can pronounce things nicely. Thank you. That's that's the hack, you know. <laughs> like when I say my uh, my contribuente, my fiscal number. Uh, oh, wow. In supermarkets, they okay. are like, "Wow, you speak good Portuguese." And I'm like, yeah, I, speak, "I know nine digits. That's all." <laughs> like, okay. Also, the um, wait, what was the sentence already? Oh, desculpa, eu falo um pouco de português, mas preciso de aprender mais. And they're like, Portuguese accent. I mean, and I'm like, "Wow, that's so great!" But that's the only thing I can say, you know. You're speaking um, better than me. <laughs> woo, thank you. But yeah, I the, the thing is, I need to... Oh, the damn pigeons. Yeah, the, the fucking pigeons. pigeons. Um, if I wanted to be fluent in Portuguese, I guess I'd have to watch TV shows in Portuguese. Yeah, you do. I, I'll do all those things, which I, I don't. I think the most important, you need to choose which type of Portuguese you want to consume, because Brazilian Portuguese is like completely different. Yeah. I actually tried on Netflix to mm -hmm. watch some shows in Portuguese. Okay. Um, and that was last year, when I arrived. I was like, okay, let's watch uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine in, um, in Portuguese, um, you know, to get the lingo, and I knew already the TV show, so it was okay. I find the, the audio, and I see Portuguese from Brazil. Mm. And I'm like, wait, it's two different Portuguese? Like, what the fuck? And I was like, why isn't there any Portuguese from Portugal on fucking Netflix, you know? Because in my mind, I didn't realize that there's like 200 million people living in Brazil uh -huh. and 10 million in Portugal. So yes. of course it makes more sense to put it in Brazilian. But wait a second, you only had the, the Brazilian Portuguese option? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Because usually you have, but the, the audio, not the yeah, subtitles. Yeah, no, no, the audio, not the subtitles. Okay. Oh, I never tried that. But the subtitles usually have uh, European Portuguese and, and Brazilian. Brazilian. Or better, European Portuguese or Portuguese. So <laughs> the official... 
um, I'm sorry, Portuguese people. <laughs> I don't want to. Anyways, um, the official Portuguese language for it's Netflix from is from Brazil, <laughs> which also makes sense because it's America. You know, like yeah, it does. I get it. I, and the market is way larger, so it makes more sense. Yeah, we won. So where do you come from? Are you a Portuguese oh. Portuguese or are you uh, like tell me a bit about your your backstory? I, I actually didn't introduce myself. No, yes. <laughs> oh, I, and I also totally forget. Okay, so the first question oh, is yay. hello. Hello. Uh, can you please introduce yourself? Of course. Um, let's pretend we didn't skip that. Uh, so guys, you are hearing a stranger uh, talking to you. My name is Krislani Hosha. Actually, you said my name, so that's fine. It's okay. We can say it again. Uh, my name is Krislani. You can call me Chris, it's fine. Uh, I am 29. I don't actually practice for that. So I, we usually say... Um, Just roll with it and say... I know, you know, I know, but I was thinking about that actually. I didn't practice, but I was thinking, like, what should I say? So we usually say, oh, I'm actually a lawyer, I'm a doctor, I am... We tend to put ourselves into the box of Yeah, about the, the job. So yeah. that's the thing, like, it's not... We're not doing an interview uh, for like uh -huh. a job or anything, yeah. so just introduce yourself as you want. Okay. If you want to say what you do as an occupation, just say it. I don't care. It's again, yeah, like you're totally free. But yeah, I, I totally get what you mean. Like uh, we always, first thing we say about us is like, oh, I'm working in this thing, you know. And that's depressing. Honestly. And I'm like, oh, come that's on. Really you already spend 40 hours of your week working. I know. Come on. So yeah, of if course, you it's most of your life. But anyways, back to who am I? Um, I am a Brazilian living in Portugal. I've been living here in Lisbon for almost three years, two years and a half. Uh, I'm 29, so I'm leaving my 20s soon. I'm actually looking forward for that. It's a very interesting phase in my life. You're looking forward, sorry? Forward to like leave ah, my... to the 30s? Yeah. Okay. It's gonna be interesting. It's a very interesting phase in, in a woman's life, at least. I don't know about the human beings in general, but for a woman it is. Um, I have my hobbies. I am... Uh, I'm not gonna say a photographer, but I like photography. I have a page where I post things that just come to my head. I go to Photoshop and edit and I drop there and... Well, what's the name of that page? It's Creative Cloud. I hope Adobe doesn't take it down because it's the same <laughs> name of the yeah. brand. It's <laughs> so it's at Creative Cloud on Instagram? Uh, it's at uh, underscore creative two underscores cloud. So okay. I just want to be safe. Yeah. Uh, so there I post my pictures, my... Basically things that just come to my head, I just shoot, I'm not like a fine artist, but I'm on the making. Uh, and I also do some pole dance. It's also another hobby that I have. Other than that, um, I'm just someone trying to make it out of my country and actually creating a new life by myself. And that's pretty much it. Okay. So w when was the first time you left uh, Brazil? Uh, I mean... For very first time, it was in 2013. I came here to Portugal for like two months. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, I came to stalk uh, an ex-boyfriend. Oh, okay. <laughs> but that's another story. But for leaving, like moving abroad, I left in I left Brazil in 2017. I went okay. to Ireland. I lived one year in Dublin. It so was what, amazing. What did you do in in, uh, in Dublin? 
I was, so that's actually quite difficult to explain. Okay. Uh, I was volunteering for a organization, international organization called Isaac. I don't know if I can say the name, but... It's okay, they're not paying us anyway, so... All right, so let, let's keep going. Uh, it's basically a leadership uh, development platform for young people. And I was volunteering for five years, I think. And we have inside uh, roles that you can apply okay. and you can just step up. And that was one of them. Uh, so we had like accommodation, everything. It was a very good experience, but... I think the experience of living in Ireland was the greatest thing of this year. Uh, then I moved here to Lisbon. Portugal, to Lisbon. Here I am. Here you are. Uh, in Parque de Estrela. I know. Which is really nice. Oh, something I, 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 I noticed also. So I parked near the, 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 the Iglesia. Um, yeah. And I loved it because in France, most churches, they don't play the rings, the bells anymore. They have like a, a recorded sound. This is the basilica, actually, so... You know, and so I, I walked around it and I was like, damn, the noise is really... It's like if it was real and I look up and I'm like, oh, actually, it it's was actually real. real. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wow, okay, <laughs> that makes yeah, sense. that church is just beautiful. It's, if it's, you're yeah. in Lisbon, just visit Basilica da Estrela because it's just breathtaking. And go up, take the stairs, dudes. Ladies, take what? The stairs. The stairs. Go up. The basilica. To basilica? Yeah. <gasps> Inside, you can go. I up never to... do that. Really? No. It's a wonderful view, honestly. I never like... do that. It's beautiful. You go inside. I don't know the name of the. Like the stairs. The, 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 yeah, the dome. dome. Yeah. I guess. The dome. It's the dome. It's. I think. It's like. <laughs> beautiful. I loved it. Yeah, in Portuguese, it's cupola. I don't know. Cup cu do in, in Brazilian Portuguese, it's cupola. Cupola. Oh, like uh, um, Francisco like, Ford Cupola. Like, uh, <laughs> kind of, kind of, kind of. Yeah, I get I it. Don't know it's a cupole in, uh, in French. It's the same. I don't know if in the Portuguese of here is the same. <laughs> it's the same so. Oh, well. Yeah, okay. So, um, when did you arrive in Lisbon exactly? For, to, to, to work, I guess. Uh, when? Yeah. So, in, when did you left Dublin? I left Dublin uh, July. 2018? Okay. Yeah. 2018. Yeah, July 2018, I came here. Uh, I firstly, so actually, my moving from Ireland to Portugal is a very interesting story. I don't mm -hmm. know if you want me to share. Mm -hmm. um, Please do. So, I didn't want to move back to Brazil. Nothing against Brazil. I love my country, but I didn't see myself living there. I wanted to keep uh, living abroad. So, I was trying to search things so I found um, a master's uh, you found what sorry a master's oh master's degree yeah okay, a master's yeah. program and I, I don't know what to it apply. is <laughs> I dropped out so I'm like, oh. yeah because my background is law I mean I didn't say my profession but my background is law I'm not uh, working with that at the moment but I need I wanted to study I want to be back to studying because I really love it so I found this master's in law and economics of the sea oh wow yeah. Totally Portuguese. <laughs> and actually unusual. But um, I decided to apply. But when I was moving here, so I was in a very short timeline because mm -hmm. of visa, I needed to move here before actually applying for the master's. Oh, okay. So I moved to Portugal with the promise of applying for the master's. And it was really funny because 
during my immigration interview, the guy was taking my passport. Or oh, where are you coming from? Dublin. Okay, fine. What you're doing here? I'm just spending a few days on vacation because I had a ticket booked for Madrid. Oh, okay. I booked a uh, ticket for Madrid so they wouldn't say anything, you know. So you lied to the immigration I officer? I did lie. Oh my god. <gasps> yeah. This is going live, so... Oh my god. I hope Seth doesn't take me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I lied to, to the immigration because at that point I didn't have any documentation. Yeah. So I just said I'm a tourist and I'm here until today doing tourism. <laughs> So they left you. They let you inside Portugal. They did, yeah. Okay, because I, I had the ticket. I have everything. I, yeah. I was not coming from Brazil. So, actually, for you Europeans, you don't know that. I have no idea that there was like a kind of interview or anything. Oh, Nobody it is. never it, asked it, it's me anything. It's just bullshit. You know? I'm like, uh, they try to catch you, you know, yeah. lying. Are you a terrorist? Oh yeah, definitely. But, yeah, I, I was about to say that. But for Brazilian women, for example, they treat you. Not all of them, but mostly. They treat you like you're here to make your life as a prostitute or something. That's actually real. Wow. That's actually real. The racism um, is real. It is. Against it is, Brazilians. It is. Here the racism, yeah. the sexism is real. So, uh, but like, look at me. I'm, I'm really short. I'm really thin. I, I don't look like a, the typical Brazilian no. lady. Yeah. You know, and of course we are all different, but we have. That wasn't us, by the way. That noise, <laughs> that burp. It was loud, sorry. Neighbors in the park. Yeah. So, okay, I lost my time. Yeah, you're saying you're not the typical uh, Brazilian uh, woman? Yeah. But of course, we are different. People yeah. just put ourselves in a box that we look all the same. Anyways. Um, so, I just say, like, look, I'm just traveling around, that's it. And then they see if you have a ticket to yeah. leave the country, that's fine. If I was coming from Brazil, that would be different. They yeah. treat you differently. But if you are already in Europe, they are okay. You already they entered ease it the, out. The, no, okay. the continent, so fine. Yeah, that was my story. <laughs> so then were you able to apply to that master's degree? Yes, I was. I'm actually, I'm finishing now. So wait, really? You're studying? I am. At that moment, really? I am. I am oh, studying. I had no idea. I thought so you finished. I actually... Um, I think it was a very meant-to-be kind of situation because I came here, I just booked a room and said, okay, fine, I'm gonna study something and I'm gonna get this master's. If it's not this one, I'm gonna get another one and I'm gonna get a job and I'm gonna get my visa because I didn't have a visa. <laughs> <laughs> so I actually applied for the master's, I got accepted. It was really, you know, the one shot that you have yeah. and you put all your yeah. energy into it. And you just goes and it works and it happened i actually love my masters it's very interesting and i face it not necessarily to my career but something that i'm learning you yeah. know people don't know about uh, law of the sea definitely not when you think about law you think about the other kinds of law and the bells are ringing but um this is a very interesting thing i i could see lots of other things uh, explore more mm -hmm. the field and think that i could go that i could work aside with law but not actually being a lawyer okay you see what i mean yeah or not a judge or not mm -hmm. all the an attorney like, the or whatever yeah. yeah so that's that's that point i'm now in the phase of my thesis so i'm writing my thesis so 
physics as in doctorate, as in PhD? No, no. Like the physics at the end of the master. Yeah. Okay. But that's something interesting. Uh, there are different ways to, for example, I'm Brazilian, so okay. we treat the master degree in a different way as Europeans treat. Okay, so how do you treat it? Um, how does it work? Because uh, in Brazil it's not that common. Okay. It's not part of our common... Uh, of the common uh, yeah, yeah, um, it's not. schedule of school, I'd say. No, no, no. So I spent five years studying law and then... Wait, you are... Really? And yeah. then you're doing a master? My yeah, God. because that's the common thing. In Portugal? I'm okay. a, so I'm, I already have the lawyer's license. So you could be a lawyer in, in Brazil? Yeah, I don't need a master's for that. So I spent five years in my bachelor's. Wow. I took my bachelor's, I took my... The bachelor's are five years? Yes. Wow. Yes, yes. Okay. And then I came here and it was quite shocking because in Brazil when you have a master's is because you want to, one, either be a researcher or use it to get funds because now with the government you don't yeah. get funds anymore but you want to be a researcher or a professor you want to go through that career it's not for everybody so basically the masters in brazil would be the phd in europe in a way kind no? no not really okay. but it's on the way of that okay. you know people who usually do go for a masters they want to be a phd at okay. some point which is not the same here. No. Here is quite like the continuation of yeah. your uh, bachelor's. Yeah, because, well, I don't know exactly for Portugal and other European countries, uh -huh. but I know in France that bachelor's, it's like two years, and usually the bachelor's are not really recognized by the states. Mm. So you get a degree, but it's like a bit shady, you know? Um, okay. it, it, like the traditional thing for law, for example, you go through uh, three years of license, uh -huh. uh, which is uh, like the common ground of, of like law, for okay. example. Then you go into first master and second master, so that's five years. Uh -huh. Then you have your second master. At that point, if you want to be an attorney or uh, a judge, you can go to either school. Mm -hmm. uh, if you want to do a PhD, you continue in the university, basically. Um, but yeah, like for me, five years for a bachelor, I'm like, what? Yeah, yeah, I spent five years uh, only for the bachelors, but we have all the licenses, of course, if you get approved yeah. on the, the bars the exam. Bars, yeah. But yeah, that's how, we, how it is. So you've been working, you're not working part-time, right? You're working 40 hours a week in yes. the job. So how the, how the hell do you... <laughs> I don't, don't ask. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're studying for a master's degree, you're working yeah. 40 hours a week. Yeah. You're doing creative, you have creative outlets. Like, I think so. How, yeah, how do you couple that? Like, how do you... I have no idea. Um, so, that's quite tricky um, to, to answer because, for example, I had, my master's worked that way. We have two years of master's here. The first year we have classes. We have classes, the second year, it's just for thesis dedication, which with the whole world situation with COVID and etc. Well, you tend to not have uh, libraries open, etc. So that's quite way okay. behind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I mean, I'm actually used to have a busy life, and I would say. You just manage. I don't have a, a secret for that, honestly. You just manage. I think if you want to make it 
you just create time and of course with a little bit of procrastination <laughs> that's part of it as well not perfect so i will be one of the students uh, in november because my my thesis i need to deposit in november i'm gonna be freaking out i already took november off for that so that's always scheduled all my my risks are being okay i will not have time i'll just book my vacation that's it okay so i'm not perfect <laughs> but yeah but i honestly because so we've if you haven't understood that we're working to we're working together yeah in the same company um, oh yeah, we together. And I thought you finished uh, your studies already. No, no, no. Because I thought you finished that in Dublin. No, um, no, no. So I had no idea you were working as well, I mean studying. And for me it's crazy because I work the same schedule as you and I'm like, yeah. I'm so busy and everything. <laughs> and then I go home, I mean I'm staying home because I'm working from home obviously. But I'm like, oh, let's watch like 20 YouTube videos, you know, before yeah. going to bed. Like, I've entered the stage of procrastination and not working on my actual projects uh -huh. even more. Because I think also what might be working is the fact that you have so many things, you just have to get them done. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So you can't really, I mean, of course you procrastinate like everybody else. Mm -hmm. But I think you can't really do that because if you do it, then you're like left with a mountain of work and you're basically fucked. So I get what you mean by, I don't know, I make time. Um, but like for that, honestly, kudos, because Thank I'm you. like, I could not do it, honestly. Because when I was studying, which was a joke, honestly, I'm not gonna lie, oh, I was in no. there as well, but that was a fucking joke. I'd had like, you know, 35 hours a week of work, not, I mean, studying. And I, I was supposed to spend 35 hours working at home about the study, you know, uh, which I did for a month. Then I stopped, fuck it. Uh, you know anyways so I can't I can't even imagine like begin to fathom how I would have to work 40 hours a week mm -hmm. my sister for example she works every weekend and okay. she studies the rest of the week yeah. and she's really busy and she does a lot of things That's and I'm like wow but like now you're having a full-time job and studying I mean it's even crazier yeah. I, I think actually it's manageable when for example, I'm not, so I'm not every day after work stopping and going to write my thesis, I'm not doing that. But when I want to read something, when I want to research, I focus Sorry exactly on that. On that. Yeah. I'm the kind of person who prefers to work one hour and actually focus on that yeah. than spending the whole day. Yeah, five hours and being like, yeah, uh, for me that's bullshit. Yeah. For me that's bullshit, you know? And we were talking before about work and things like if I could just living for my work in three hours I would and spend the rest of the day doing whatever yeah. that would be perfect for me honestly because that's the thing we need to balance as well people say for example oh I'm studying so much but actually they're spending seven hours a day they might, exactly. they might work three hours and then the rest of it is like them working way slower so not being productive or uh -huh. working and being on their phone and on Instagram and I was and, a person you know. I, I was a person who wanted to be busy and yeah. okay. tell everyone hey look i am busy but now i'm just the completely opposite i want to say i have time for myself i have time for my life but it's still delivering what i have to deliver and how did you change like how, how did that change operate between you i don't know i just got older <laughs> <laughs> um i don't know i mm, let me think yeah i, I think when you get mature, 
or at least more mature or <laughs> on the way there <laughs> yeah on the way that that's what i meant you start to learn and prioritize things and not want at least that happened to me not want to make your life work or your your life only studying it's part of it i it, it's part of the wheel of wanting to have time yeah okay the gift of time for me that's important uh, i put in my mind what is important is that i don't want i use it to be the the ambitions the ambitious person saying oh i just see myself with a hell of a career you know with my briefcase uh all the the suits and everything but i don't see myself like that anymore so you used to see yourself like that i used to okay yeah. back in brazil or no, no, that's actually a very recent thing. Um, you watch I, too much Suits, right? Huh? You watch too much of Suits. I did um, when I was studying for my bars exam. Yeah. I, you passed the bars exam? I did. Wow! During the bachelor's. So when you are in the final year of mm -hmm. your bachelor's, you can already uh, apply for the bars okay. and get the tests and everything. So. so like you have all the paperwork to be a lawyer, like definitely. Yes. <laughs> okay, that's impressive. But yeah, wow. I didn't want that in Brazil, so I came here to Portugal. I'm on the process to validate my license here, but we'll see how it goes, yeah. what I want. So. Yeah. But yeah, that's... I mean, again, I don't, you know, working where we work, I don't usually realize, like, all the path of everybody where mm -hmm. they arrived here. Because for me, it's dropping out of, high, of college, um, working in factories and being like, what the fuck am I doing here? Like, okay, <laughs> I know you did not want it to study, but you're not going to work in factories all your life. Don't do that, please. Yeah. You know, because I, I, I didn't like it. Um, not that there's anything wrong with it. We need people in factories and I'm yeah, okay with course, it. Just course. for me, no, mm -hmm. not possible. So I was like, okay, there's something in Portugal. I don't know what the fuck about Portugal. I thought Porto was the capital, you know. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh. That's how much I knew about it. Um, so I was like, okay, let's go, let's see how it is. And I arrived in a, in a contact center, in a call center, whatever you want to call it, and realized there was a lot of people above like 30, mm -hmm. uh, in their 30s. They all have degrees in everything. Like there's veterinary, yeah. veterinary people, design people. I mean, and there's not many people like me in a way, like younger. Yeah. Um, what do you mean that in Portugal? Right? Yeah, in the company we're working in. Okay. It's uh -huh. the only call center I've worked there in. There are so. different backgrounds yeah. everywhere. So. And I'm sure it depends on the company you're working in, obviously. Um, yeah. But so, so I knew you had a background in law because we talked about that mm -hmm. earlier, but I, I had no idea you were a fucking lawyer. <laughs> Surprise. I'm like, wow, okay. I can sue you now. <laughs> I'm not the person. Please I, don't. Uh, I just didn't want to miss the joke. Please don't carry me. Come on. Um, but yeah, it's... Yeah, awesome. it is. But also, like, mm, I think also it's a reflect from the the Portugal crisis. Uh, I think economic yeah, crisis. Yeah, definitely. I, I don't think it's the option of no. young people to be on that place. You know, um, they have mortgages to pay. I know. Because they I took know. mortgages to go to school, basically, and of course, there's no there's no job in their areas mm -hmm. since two, uh, 2007. Uh, eight, I mean ten, yeah. around that time, basically, where it all went tits up, and that's why I feel sad, you know, for them because I'm like, they're in their thirties, they studied for something they loved and they mm -hmm. liked, but they can't even work in that field, yeah, you know, 
Um, so for me, the first thing to do would be to go to another country and try to work there. But I understand yeah. uh, a lot of people love to stay in their country. They have their families, their friends. I got it. But you know, it's just like I, 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 if I have the opportunity to speak to any of those people, I would say just do it. I mean, yeah. you're just a flight away from your family. Of course, there are different kinds of persons. Yeah. Some people are too attached yeah. uh, with their roots, but. I mean, you have the facility of being European, you know, you can be like You have a passport tomorrow. for 27 countries Yes, and, and you can that, work in those countries. That makes your life easier. It's, I mean, way easier. Me coming to Portugal, I had no paperwork to do, nothing. Oh, I shot at the that. airport, <laughs> I showed my, my ID card with the eight-year-old me on it, like, hello, I'm I'll here. slap you on the face, man. <laughs> And Don't I, say that. And I didn't realize it, you know, yeah. uh, until I met some Brazilian people. They were like, oh, I had to do my visa yeah. and I had to change my phone number and I had I to do this and months, that and that. Nine months to get my visa. <sighs> From So I, I came here as a tourist. Of course, it's not the best thing to do, yeah. but I had no option. And between applying for the visa and actually ha getting the appointment, it took me nine months. And how do you... So you were like irregular immigrants? Yeah. <laughs> wow. I hope Seth wow. doesn't find me. <laughs> no, but it, everything's fine now. Like, I, I'm Yeah, you're regularized regular. and it's everything. Yeah. Uh, I'm just waiting for my renovation now because yeah. they are fucking us over again. Yeah. So, can I, can I yeah, swear? Yeah, please okay. do. It's not I mean, family friendly. On. I'm always... <laughs> The content is explicit if you haven't seen the E yeah. on Spotify yet. Oh, okay. Talking to the fucking listeners. Oh, I already. But yeah, please swear. I already sent this story how this organization, I don't know how to say that, but how Seth, the, the what, immigrant what is organization, the... is the, the immigration officer. Okay. Office. How they're treating the immigrants, how they are not giving us updates. So I already sent two newspapers and things, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> Of course. That's Twitter, the lawyer in you, like. You know, it was anonymous, but now I'm spreading to everyone. I don't care anymore. Fuck this shit. Um, so yeah, we are waiting because they are saying the renovation is gonna be online, and then they don't provide anything. Anything, yeah. So we're here just waiting. They gave us a deadline for October. <laughs> what they didn't tell you is it's October 2023. I know. You know like, don't tell me that. I want to travel. God, no, but it's it's crazy. Like, and f for example, I realized in <laughs> May that my ID card was the last. The date of validity was until the 18th of uh, March. Okay. This year, so I was like, like you. You noticed when? In May this okay. year, that my ID card was not valid since March. How? Oh, my passport is not valid since three years ago. So I was like, oh, Welcome. I am now an irregularized, uh, irregularized hey, uh, citizen. It's brilliant. You know? uh, and I was like, okay, how the fuck? It was middle COVID. So I was like, oh. I can't go to the embassy because it's closed, of course. It yeah. opens from 9.15 to 9.30. But they are and, per postponing you know, the, um, the expiration dates. No, that's the thing. No? Because here's the thing. The French ID card is postponed five years. Jesus Christ. Okay. It's postponed five years. Um, for when you were an adult, when you got it, uh -huh. it's not valid 10 years, it's valid 15 years. 
Okay. But since I was a minor when I got it, oh. it's only valid 10 years. So it was okay. I called the embassy. I think it should be all right. Yeah. Okay. Um, I called the embassy and they were like, oh yeah, you can, we can do it. You have to do it online. And I'm like, okay, French websites for administrations. Mm. I'm like, okay. It's okay, like Windows XP shit, like it's fucked up. It's the same as here. I, I mean, I'm like, how, how do they do that? But anyway, that's the point. Um, I take the application and everything. Mm -hmm. And in France, to get a passport, if you go to a big city like Lisbon, let's say Lyon, mm -hmm. uh, you have to wait three fucking months. Oh, wow. And I was like, okay, I'm going to wait a long time. I, didn't I have my bad. driving license, but it's, you know, it's not really an ID card. It's in between. Oh, a week later, I get an SMS. Oh, your passport is ready. I'm like... Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> and the week after that, I got the, the SMS for the ID card. So I just went back to the embassy, got my papers, and that's it. It's done. So I was really happy. Uh, so I was not irregularized for a long time. Oh, wow. But I was like, imagine you're getting arrested in the, in the streets and they throw you back to France. <laughs> I never got arrested, <laughs> they were, obviously. They would not deport No, they wouldn't do worry. that. And I would be like, yeah, I will present my ID card tomorrow. They would deport me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, a huge disclaimer. I love Portugal. Yeah, we do. I do love Portugal. I love living here. Please do not hate me. <laughs> <laughs> Please do not deport us. Until November. That too. Okay, that least. too. Wait until November at least. <laughs> no, don't yeah. deport me at all. <laughs> okay, so do you have like any plans what you want to do after your masters, for example? Like how? Mm, I have no of? idea. You have no idea? <laughs> Like, I, I don't know. Mm. That's actually a very good question. It's a question I bring to, to therapy, you know. <laughs> no, I don't know. I mean, I have a lot of open things. So mm -hmm. I think with this phase of my life as well, what brings is I'm open to whatever happens, you know. For the first time of my life, I'm not making plans for next year. I'm living the present because, well, we don't know if we're going to be alive tomorrow. True. So, true, 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 true. I mean, we're in the imminence of extin extinction. Extinction? Yeah. Yeah. I think. I so, think that's the word. I'm sorry, guys, but that's happening. So I don't have a plan. Okay. That's, that's a right answer. It does, <laughs> it does work. It does yeah. work very well. I would yeah. love to go back to Ireland though. Yeah. I would I love I loved living there and of course getting a nice job and having more money because when I was living there it was a, in a very tight budget. Yeah. So I couldn't drink properly. <laughs> yeah, because alcohol there you. is really expensive. Everything is expensive in Dublin. Yeah, it is. I but mean, like with rent, if you compare to here, if you compare the 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 salary. Mm -hmm. If you compare like the, the salary, it's here you pay more actually. Really? Proportionally? Yes. Wow. It's Pro crazy. Proportionally. Yeah, proportionally, yeah. I mean I only went there in vacation, so it's like But yeah, it's quite expensive. Like it's, it's not cheap. It's not cheap at all. I mean I guess if you get like two or three Ks you might be alright in Dublin. Yeah, right? I don't I don't know how it works, but I think the minimum wage there is Double one. the one here, maybe. Oh, yeah, <laughs> it's like 1,700 or 500. Wow. Yeah. What are you doing here? Go there. Wow. Please. I'm here for the experience. Oh, sure. That's Please. the lie I told myself. I've been Please. telling myself for a year. <laughs> like, when I, you know, um, I like to believe I'm good to um, make people agree with me on okay. many topics. 
Uh, I don't know if I am, but I like to think I am. No, I think you're very convincing. Um, thank you. And so when I, so when the, the recruiter Grégoire, if you're listening to this, big up to you, uh, called me for recruiting me for the, this company. Okay. Um, we talked for an hour, uh, basically. And after that, I was meeting with my friends. So I told them everything we talked about in the meeting, you know, I mean, in the call. And they were like, but how much money will you get? And I was like, oh, you know, not a lot, but I'm not going there for the money. I'm going, I'm going there for the experience. All right. Uh -huh. I mean, kind of true. At the same That's time, I'm like <laughs> a year in now. I'm like, where's the money? Like mm. with the COVID, I loved it. I was staying at home every day. Oh, I never, say that. I put like 700 euros aside. I was like, I've never been so rich, you know? Now at the end of the month, I have like two euros. I'm like, oh, okay, well. Mm. Let's try and move somewhere else. Like I have enough for a plane ticket now, you know. <laughs> yeah, but I, I, I think if I was European, I would definitely do that. Just go living country by country yeah. and see where I like more and just stay. That's that, that's one of my plans as well. And like, I don't know. There's so many options. So many yeah. options. Even with a passport, like. I can go, I mean, that's the thing. For me, 2020 was the year I was going to go, like, literally abroad, like, further away. Because okay. before coming to Portugal, I already wanted to go outside of Europe. Yeah, you told me, like, you had your passport done and everything. But it wasn't, Aww. my passport was uh, expired. Okay. So I couldn't go, because I applied for a job in India, in Thailand. Oh, wow. But I had, my passport was expired and I didn't think about I that. I have something for you, <laughs> you know? actually. I have my contacts. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Because I really want to, I mean, India right now, no, because COVID is, Yeah, of course. You know, I mean, not now, like, but like, you're very young. Maybe I have something to present to you I'm, eventually. I, I've always wanted to go further than Europe, you know. Um, I think you should. I'm, I'm, what I'm going to say is really privileged. Um, so it's like... It will probably so suck to a lot you? of people. Okay. Yeah, you might punch me. But um, I've been very lucky uh, when I was in, co in before high school, basically. Um, I traveled a lot with my school. Mm -hmm. Every year I was lucky to travel somewhere. So I went to England um, a few times, Dublin, uh, Belfast and everything. Uh, with my parents, we went to Spain a bit. We went to Italy. Uh, I went to a lot of countries mm -hmm. next to France. So... <laughs> When we, my friends were trying to plan for vacations, I was like, let's go outside of Europe. I've, 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 I've been let's so many goals. times inside Europe. I'm tired <laughs> of it. You know, they're like, shut the fuck up. Like, come on. And I'm like, what? I want to go to Thailand or, you know, stuff like that. And they were like, yeah, they don't want to get out of their perfect bubble, European bubble. I know, I get it. It's easier at the it's same easier, time, I you know. know. You pay it. 150 for a plane, plane I get the it. round trip. I don't, I don't and, judge you know. at all because I, I think I would be... Not the same, but I, I would be like that as well. And I do not present. I will not punch you. <laughs> um, Thank you. I just wish that every young person could, could have do that. this experience, you know, because yeah, this privilege. Exactly. And um, go. Sorry. No, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no. Because like, I, I don't want to victimize. That's not my point. Like, I come from a very privileged situation in Brazil as well, but. You don't have the option to travel to other countries yeah. in Brazil like that because everything's too expensive and Brazil is huge. Even I mean, Brazil is already a continent to itself. Exactly. So, like, so if you go to another state, it's already a new, a new country. But like, I, I mean, you see the inequalities yeah. very in front of you, so that's really hard. So, at least for me, sometimes I felt guilty to have 
that privilege. My privileges um, and still having someone in my family that doesn't have this opportunity as well, you know. Yeah. So that's quite Yeah, weird. I get that. At the same time, like, it's the same for me. I don't come from a really privileged family. Like, mm -hmm. we are, like, lower middle class. Uh, but it's still, of course, I mean, you're always more privileged than someone else. Of anyways. course, yeah. Um, but, I mean, I've had the chance to be born in France, to be born male and white. So it's like oh, yeah. the lottery, you know. I won the fucking lottery when I was born. Mm -hmm. uh, I could have won the, the mega lottery. Um, and European. And European. I mean, I said France. Right? Okay, yeah. Um, but yeah, I get you. Um, I could have won the mega lottery, the Euro million, as we call it here, yeah. uh, if my parents were billionaires, for example. Um, but yeah, I'm really privileged. So, mm -hmm. I mean, living in France, I did not realize how lucky I was before yeah. I went to Portugal, you yeah. know. I thought I was so woke about like issues in France and inequalities and everything. Then uh -huh. I got here and I was like, shit, we have it really easy. Like, yeah. we work 35 hours a week. We have twice as much money, if not much more than that. And like, oh, I mean, still you are in a country that, of course, Portugal has the problems and everything, but from my perspective, coming from Brazil, from Brazil yeah. it's already a very equal country yeah. i mean it's not that someone will make ten thousand euros and people will get 400 you know yeah people will get between 600 and uh, 1000 something yeah you know so that's a sign of a more balanced. equal society yeah it's a bit yeah. more balanced even though of course as in portugal and in france there are a lot of inequalities in salaries and everything but it's definitely not the same, you know. Mm -hmm. um, and even looking at the, the social security, for example, uh, in France, I mean, here I had to wait six fucking months to get my papers. Really? Yes. Okay. Well, um, I think the company fucked up because I had to call everyone. <laughs> was like, you know, with my broken Portuguese. Let's like, not talk about that. Oops, is all the new numero de uh, security <laughs> social, huh? you know. <laughs> <laughs> trying to get an appointment, you know, um, which I got finally. Okay. Um, and when I was in France, I worked for a month uh, issuing social, not issuing social security number, but issuing medish card, for example. Ah. So like, uh, you know, you have the social security and then you have another card, which is like, I don't know the name, but like it's a health insurance, uh, health insurance kind of. Yeah. So in France, I was doing that for students. Mm -hmm. um, the students in a day, they could get the social security number, and the the medish card, the the, the, yeah. the the health insurance. I, I think in Ireland is quite similar. I'm not yeah. sure, but everything was so fast for me there. It was just draining. <laughs> and again, I thought France was slow. The administration was slow. Yeah, we tend we tend to complain wherever we are. So nothing is perfect. Yeah. Nothing works perfectly. I think someone in Norway or some country like that, where from my perspective everything is quite perfect yeah perfect. they might be and like oh it sucks and yeah, yeah. I, I mean if there is anyone from norway listening to that please let me know because <laughs> i'm really curious about it <laughs> yeah, i'd like to know as well actually. um but yeah we, it's it's part of being a human being you know you complain about the system that's what makes us better at the same time because yeah i mean if we if we were not looking for what doesn't work 
how could we improve you know um, i agree but sometimes we focus a lot on, on the worst yeah right. no not yeah. true 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 i mean as a french person i totally get that because we love to protest mm-hmm. and to demonstrate about oh no anything. but that's all right i mean the protesting part is is all right because you're trying to actually change something but the complaining part yeah it's I mean, not the best one you know let's say that those two things are a national sport in france a what protesting demonstrating and um sorry complaining those are national sports <laughs> that should be uh, reflected at the Olymp- olympic games because <laughs> honestly we are great at it like i mean listening to me I right now i'm complaining about the fact that we complain in france like, oh uh, i did the same <laughs> I mean, I'm here in Portugal and I complain that Portuguese complain a lot, so... <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah. Because we also true, complain, true, true. but we also know how to get away with things very... Pretty quickly? Yeah. So how... So what was your life growing up in Brazil like? How... Oh, my life was pretty nice. Um, I don't have any struggle with stories at all, but... I come from... I actually come from a very simple family. Uh, my parents, they they were not middle class uh, while growing up. Uh, so I have this example in my in my home that education and hard work can change anything. Mm-hmm. It can change everything yeah. because that's how I have everything I have now. Yeah. Because my parents uh, either so my parents they got married by the age of twenty. Wow. Yes. Wow. <laughs> Yes, I'm 29. They yeah. just completed um, 30 years anniversary, so you make your math. <laughs> uh, anyways, wait, they're younger than my parents. Huh? They're younger than they're younger than my parents. Yeah. They're 50 now, right? Yeah. Wow. They're, my mother I mean, turning 50, and wow. my, my father just turned 50. <laughs> my parents are like 60 or something. Yeah, I mean, but turning, it's okay. Yeah. So uh, I mean. They were married and with their adult lives mm-hmm. pretty young. They have a child pretty young. Was it you? Yes. Okay. <laughs> so I mean, yeah, makes sense. <laughs> that's okay. So I kind of grew up with that, you know. We started our life in a very tiny house and before moving to, uh, to Ireland, I was living in a very big house. So. I could see the dedication of my parents into that and they were always teaching me. So for example, while my mother was taking care of us and my father was working or the other way around, mm-hmm. they were always saying nothing that you're getting is for free, like everything comes from comes something. For a price, yeah. yeah. So I got used to not having my, my parents around because I mean no, not that, but I have the picture of my father going to work a lot and working the double the triple to yeah. provide us the good education provider providing us the best the best schools. life they could basically i mean i studied english when it was not that common yet so i had access to everything and something very curious about my story is that i wanted to be a doctor a doctor a doctor wow yeah. so uh, Were you sick or something? <laughs> <laughs> so I told my parents, look, I want to be a doctor and everyone thought that my parents were forcing me to be a doctor. Oh, you know. what are they doing? Huh? What are they doing? 
My father works for Petrobras, okay. the big the oil company, company yeah. in Brazil. And my mother, she is a Portuguese teacher, but she's not working at the moment. Like okay. she's changing jobs, she's changing okay. career for personal stylist. My, my, my wow. mother is also a singer, so she That's does everything. Nice. Yeah, she's multitasking in her life. Have, have you posted videos of your mom on, on Instagram? Yeah, I yeah. think I've seen that. Yeah, okay. She's amazing. She's just amazing. And she's a very better version of myself because we just look alike, but she looks younger than my, than me. So, anyways, um, what was I saying? You were saying that you were provided with the best education possible, yeah. and so people I thought had everything. And I told them, look, I want to be a doctor. I want to go to med school. So they said, no, I w we want to uh, do the sacrifice, make the sacrifice, and provide you the best education best access to the best school that puts people in med school okay fine so i had all this all this like i'm very grateful for my parents in that sense because i have nothing to complain about it um other than that well that is pretty much my life <laughs> i was a very happy child i don't have any like traumas or difficulties anything so okay. but of course, always aware of what was around me, that yeah. I was not, I was the exception, you know. Our situation was the exception because it came from a lot of effort and also from a lot of luck. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, well. it's a mix of many things. Yes, because it's not only effort that makes someone, you, you need to be lucky no, as well. There's people that work their asses off all their life. I know. And they don't get half of what your parents got, for example. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, and that's something I realized as well, because I thought, well, if you work 70 hours a week, you're obviously going to be successful, you know? No. I had this kind of American dream in my head of, you can make it, you know? And I think it's also the mindset that's necessary to, to make it, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, but there's people with the mindset and with the work hours, but they don't get the, the lucky break, let's say, yeah. that allow them to have the good opportunities or, you mm -hmm. know? Um, but yeah, I, I think it's a combination of many things. Yeah. And, yeah. and also, like, when you also have the privilege of someone looking at you and not only believing in you, but, for example, I come from a family, we are white, mm -hmm. you know. So you're like the whitest part of Brazil? Uh? You're the whitest part of Brazil? No, I'm not, but, like, we have quote-unquote that privilege which is okay. stupid of course because it's not your skin color that will determine anything but well brazil is quite racist yeah <laughs> so when you're white you're already stepping ahead uh, yeah. in front of, of a lot of people so like if you're white if you have education you have the tools to make it so we just got lucky on that. I think it's also the same in France. Like, uh, of course, your skin color doesn't make you who you are. Mm -hmm. But in the same way, like, I think you have more luck in a way of, I mean, I guess you'll, you'll get more opportunities as being white than if you're uh, yeah. a BIPOC, for example, a person you of color. You won't have much judgments yeah. towards you. I think that's the thing. And again, it's hard for me to talk about it because I'm white. So I don't know uh -huh. the struggle of... Uh, you know, applying for an apartment mm -hmm. and your name being Aziz and people saying, yeah. oh no, sorry, the apartment is not uh, available anymore, I know. you know? I know. Um, and I've heard a lot of stories like that in France, because France as well, I mean, 
is a very mixed country. It's mixed, but also it's fucking, I mean, it's racist, you know. Uh, we can't yeah, say the contrary, is. like, mm -hmm. if you look at our history, we're colonizers and everything, so people say, no, we're not racist, but in a way, yes, we yeah. are. And even myself, I have so many I stereotypes, you, you know. But yes. Like, uh. Yeah, no, I understand. Uh, it's quite hard for me to, to speak about that as well, because well, I was the privileged white girl in Brazil living my life and then I moved to a country. I didn't face racism or xenophobia in Ireland that was okay, but here in Portugal, oh my gosh. Then I understood, for example, that there, there were some opportunities that if I could, I would speak in English. Yeah. So they could not notice that I was yeah. Brazilian. That was my beginning here in Portugal, honestly. Nowadays, I don't, I don't give a shit. I actually fight and I try to say, look, you need to respect us. And especially being a Brazilian woman and single here, I demand respect. But when you don't have the opportunity to shade that, for example, if you're black, you're black. There's no way to change it. There's not, nothing wrong with you, but people will look at you yeah. and already Put have stereotypes their, their put you bias in the box and, uh, uh, yeah. out you know so that's pretty fucked up i don't know why i'm saying that but that's pretty fucked up i just wanted to vocalize i get you okay on, on a more lighter note not okay. that i don't want to talk about racism and everything it's okay but <laughs> it's been an hour and i have uh, other topics i want to talk Already? to you about um okay. so there's two things i want to talk to you about mm. let's go with the one that i probably knows best uh let's talk about uh, creative cloud yeah. Um, okay. So, first, how? So, okay. Give us because I know what it is, but uh -huh. give us uh, an insight about what is Creative Cloud and what is that Instagram page. Okay. So, um, I actually always wanted to work with photography, not work, but like have it as a hobby. So I bought my camera and I said, okay, fine, I'm gonna take some photos and post it. That's how it happened. But then I was feeling that that could be a way of expression what was going on in my mind. So I started working with Photoshop. Mm -hmm. I'm not a Photoshop expert, so I try to find other inspirations, mm -hmm. other inspirations that would work with Photoshop as a tool to create something that you're imagining. So that's how it came up. Basically, every single picture I post, it's something that I fell in love while creating. That's why I don't post that often. And it's a very random and experimental process. Okay. Uh, so I have an idea, I just shoot the picture and I go editing. And I don't decide to post it right away. I just keep editing until I feel the click. Yeah, I get that. So when I feel the click, I feel, okay, I need to share this with the world. I don't do that for likes or followers. I just do this because it it clicked. Uh, it's my creativity in, creativity in that it's form. It's you expressing you know? that. Yeah. Uh, it's like the physical expression of my of what is going on in my, my brain. So that was very therapeutic in the beginning. But then I started, okay, fine, people are actually enjoying it, giving me good feedbacks, so why not keep going? Then I went through a very block, creativity mm -hmm. block, because I faced 
at some point with social media and stuff, I was looking for the likes and the follows, and but that's not the point. So I, I stepped back and now I'm back again to the game. And that's it, I'm gonna create, I have no timeline, oh, I need to post once or twice a week. No, it's gonna happen. It's gonna be something natural. So that's what Creative Cloud is. Okay. It's something natural that happens and I just put us outside the world so they can see it. So basically for the people wondering what Creative Cloud is, um, let's say, so you take a picture of yourself. Yeah. Right? Or yeah. It's a self-portrait, like bottom line is a self-portrait because I'm more conscious about myself, my body, and it's a way I see myself. So it's a self-expression mm -hmm. basically. So that's why I don't say like, oh, I'm gonna take a picture of you, I'm gonna edit, I'm gonna put a nice background. It's not that, it's about my expression of my body, how I see myself. So okay. basically something like that. That's nice. <laughs> and how, so first, first question, are you paying for Photoshop? I am, unfortunately. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> not judging. <laughs> I'm paying as well. I got it on on sold, you know, on sales. Oh yeah, me um, too. I have the the student pack. Oh, well, I have the let's call it the free pack. What? What? Well, I have all the the Adobe suites. What? Adobe, I mean, please sponsor me. I guess. Sponsor us. So I can, you know. Not pay you, but at the same time, it's legit. I promise I can change the Instagram name <laughs> if you feel. If you give me okay. money. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I so um, I know my way around Photoshop. Okay. Um, maybe not to do the stuff you do. I don't know. I mean, you work with filters and everything, I guess. Yeah. Um, but I used to do. Uh, I mean, I used to. I still try to do some design-ish mm -hmm. web design stuff. Not really. I mean, I don't even how to put a name on it because what I used to do was um, doing like small images for forums and stuff okay. where I could do like a signature, you know, on a forum. You can have yeah. like a banner kind of. Um, it's like uh, with your name, you know, it's when you post a message. Uh -huh. at, the, at the bottom of your message, there's like yeah, your yeah. signature, like in I, an I email, know, for I example. Know, know. So I would do those kind of, of, of kind of artisty stuff uh, back in when I was like 14 or 15. And I used mm -hmm. to work on GIMP. Which was, which is the free Photoshop, basically. Um, and then I discovered Photoshop, and I was like, "Wow!" It's amazing. For the first two years, I didn't understand shit because it's, it's like not, uh, it's not intuitive. It's not user friendly. I don't no. think so. Adobe, you, I love you. Um, but it's, it's professional stuff. And yeah, like, it is. It is. And what I do is, I know that might be some easier ways to do, like the the things that I do, but. I use very simple tools. I use brushes, yeah. I use um, the selection things, things like that. And I have my background mm -hmm. um, folder. So I just go there and keep editing. So do you take t uh, textures? Like how? Yes, yeah. I do, I do. What, what website do you use for your textures? Oh, there's, um, so my very, very inspiration is a photographer called, a fine artist, I think it's better to say that way. It's called Brooke Shaden. She, okay. yeah, she's not that well known, but in the fine art world, she's well, like. What is fine art? Um, <laughs> <laughs> no. What I, do you put behind fine art? Um, so there are actually a lot of definitions because okay. there are a lot of types. But 
fine art is more like a very imaginative oh, with okay. a very good um how can i say that very good editing okay. that involves compositing and mm -hmm. things like that but i don't know if that's actually the the concept of it it's okay that's it's how your, it's your definition it came to me that's what i'm interested <laughs> in not the general that's how it came know. to me so we have like fine art uh, portraits mm -hmm. fine, uh, fine art design whatever so this Brooke Shaden, she's a, an amazing professional and she puts everything for free on her oh, website. Okay. So the textures, I don't, I'm, I'm not sure about the brushes because I don't use okay. brushes that much, but she has a like, mind-blowing work. And she actually liked one of my posts. Ooh. Yes, she knows that exists. <laughs> I almost cried because I spent like four hours Working on editing it. Yeah. and compositing everything. So she gave me her like. Um, but yeah, I just go through YouTube. That's pretty much it. It's very experimental. So I don't know if it's going to work. So I just spent there. I think it hours works. I like, I like what you're doing. I like it. Thank you. So I just spent like. Yeah, Jesus. he's fucking. He's hungry. Like it's a bird, guys. How do you it's call it me. in in Portuguese? Okay. It's a pound in French. You know, like the. It's um. You know, they have a blue color. Oh, pavon. Really pavon. 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 We're here socializing with animals. Yes. Um. So what I was saying again? Textures. Textures. And you don't know um, if it's going yeah, to work. I, and so it's very experimental. I don't, I don't know my way around. Uh, I'm not the person who sketches because usually who does that sketches everything yeah. before. I usually don't. It's you just very, go with the flow and. It's very rare when I have an idea already. Sometimes I just have the pose. I just have the picture, and I just okay, fine. That pose is nice to do something. Let me do something with that. Yeah. So just like textures. So yeah, uh, my process is pretty much like I click with the picture, then I throw to Photoshop, I say okay there's something here and I start editing and change colors and then put the background and I say okay That's something, something's nice. So yeah, my, my last um, inspiration was the series Dark. <laughs> I haven't seen it. Oh you should, it's really cool. I mean, it just became it became mainstream. That's the thing. Yeah, like, no. I'm 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 a horrible person because I will not watch a show if it's mainstream. I don't fucking know why I'm like this, you know. But when something goes mainstream and everybody's talking about it and they're I like, know. you have to watch it. I'm like, just for that, I'm not going to watch but it. I'm sure you're gonna love it. It's <sighs> really, really. It's smart. It's okay. really smart. It's very well written. Okay. You know, the script is flawless. So they have this thing. It's Universe not a spoiler about a paradox okay so the the end is the beginning and the beginning is the ending so oh okay that's nice yeah something around that i'm not gonna give any spoilers <laughs> to you so that's why like the the opening for the series is everything upside doubled. down mm. no not upside no? down but like doubled you know oh okay and that's why i created that so i okay. had this i just posted it um for the textures I've okay. discovered a website recently, like a few months ago. It's called Unsplash. Unsplash. So un u n and mm -hmm. splash, like a splash. Um, it's fucking great. Like literally, it is fucking great. You can download for free. Uh -huh. You don't have any like watermark or anything. Oh, that's um, cool. And you have everything. 
like everything. But honestly, like um, with Photoshop, you just need to be creative. If you yeah. have a picture of, uh, I don't know, a leaf, yeah. you can... And with the brushes, you can do anything with you it. You can turn so. into a texture of a brush, whatever, yeah. you know. But what I love, yeah, he's fucking, <laughs> I don't know what's going on with him. Okay. But uh, what I love with Unsplash is like the, the quality of it, the quality of the image. For me, it's really important. Okay, when that's I use, good to know. Uh, I'm going to take notes on that. When I use textures, uh, because I love to use textures as like a kind of background. Let's say of I'm course. I'm writing, um, like when I did the, the overlay for the podcast. Uh, oh, cool. So I use, you know, a blend. Um, Unsplash, right? Yeah. Unsplash. P L A S H. Got it. Um, when so I, I put basically a blend uh, color, which was purple. Yeah. Um, I put my typo triple A. Mm -hmm. Then I put a light uh, white big brush in superposition to do like kind of lighting, you know, uh, behind the typo. Okay. Uh, but then I wanted to use some textures to put uh, at the background, not to fill the whole thing, but to like add a bit more of. Something. You know, yeah. You know, to, to know, make it click. I know, you know what I know I'm saying. What I mean. um, and so sometimes I go overkill with it. I put too much textures, and at some point I'm like, no, that's not it. It doesn't work. But it's um, the way it is. Like, you just yeah. go. Go with the flow, thing. basically. That's what I love with Photoshop because you can put 15 uh, textures, and then you choose the one you want. You delete the others. You put the eye on or off. Yeah. You can mix them up. You know, <laughs> and it's like, wow, I can do this. Wow, Adobe, please. So yeah, I, I I love Photoshop. I haven't been using it so much lately. I don't know why. I mean, sometimes I feel like, oh, let's do something. And for a, pr a project that I'm thinking about that I'll never put yeah. through, you know, let's do something. But um, most of the time it's just, yeah, for a podcast thing or stuff like that. Um, I just try to have fun, basically. Of course. Um, and that's what I love with your work on uh, Creative Cloud because like, you can see first it's like artsy, you know? In the way of, there's not a workflow behind that. You know what I'm saying? Uh -huh. Like it's it feels natural and genuine. So that's what I love. Thank and you. you work with the colors and the pictures. It's well blended in. I mean, come on. Ah, oh, thank you, you very know, much. I mean, every, so I like every piece is different from yes. each other. You know, I don't I don't like just doing the same things. Actually, I have an art with one of the trees from here. Oh. Yeah, I took a picture, so we're at Jardim da Estrela, and I took one of the pictures from a very, very big tree with big roots, and I created a piece for that. Because the one I really loved, uh, so it's not, it's just a macro picture, but it's a macro of a, of a flower. Um, you know, you took a mm. close-up of a flower, and I was like, Damn. It's a chamomile flower. Yes, and <laughs> you know, my dad does a lot of photography, um, and so he does a lot of macro with uh, bees and all that stuff. Oh, wow. But it's the macro that's like, he wants to show you that it's really net and that you have like a pearl of water or stuff like that. Okay. I'm like, okay, okay, it's macro, I'm bored with this. You I, know what I'm saying? I respect that, yeah. but I think for me doing that, I think it's boring. Exactly, same for me. I'm like, you okay, know? it's beautiful, kudos for waiting 15 minutes for that bee to stop bashing your, uh, you know. I respect a lot. Same, I, I respect it's that, I love my, you. my style. <laughs> exactly, but I'm tired of seeing 15 it's pictures of the same thing. It's just not my style, you know. Yeah, so when I saw this blurry, yet you can you can see it's a flower and everything. I was like, yeah. and you know that picture was not taken with my camera. It was taken with your phone. With my phone, yeah. with uh, that um, moment uh, lens yeah. that you clip. Yeah, yeah those so. ones are nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually bought this phone uh -huh. because it's a fucking great photo phone. 
uh, I have it's overkill. I have five lenses on the on the on the back. Oh. So I have one macro. That's fancy. Yeah, I'm, I was like, okay. You know, first time no, I. Mine um, is a, an iPhone 6s. So. <laughs> wow. One, it's 12 years old. What the fuck? <laughs> Kinda. <laughs> but yeah, like the first time I went to a photo phone, it was LG. It was the G5. Because they were the first brand to put two lenses yeah, and two really good that. lenses, you know. And I love photography, I love it, but I don't have the budget for a, for a DSLR. Um, so I was like, okay, let's, let's buy a good phone that makes good pictures. And I use an app called Snapseed, which basically makes my pictures even more magical. I could take a shitty picture and make it like, oh, it's so great, you know. Um, which is cheating, but fuck it. Uh, <laughs> I spent two hours on it, so fuck you. No, it's okay. Um, and so... I was like, okay, then I got, I got the G6, the G6, yeah. and I got this one for two years, but after two years, it's like, it's dying, you know? Um, and I was like, yeah, there's, there's so many things going on in this park. Yeah, someone is just clapping. Yeah. Someone's birthday, happy birthday. Yeah. Parabens. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was like, so this year I wanted to change. Oh, come on. Some people are doing a podcast here. And we are hearing Shut them. Like, look, look, at the, look at the waves. Those big waves. Yeah, and that's not even us. No, that's the clapping. And the... the and the bubble. fucking bird <laughs> over there. <laughs> oh my God. That's what you get from when you get out of your, outside of your house, you know. Um, so yeah, this year I wanted to change my, my phone. But I was uh -huh. like, I need a powerful phone and a photo phone because I want to take pictures. Um, and everybody now has like two, three, four lenses, you know. And I was like, okay, what's the most overkill thing I can get, you know? <laughs> and it was this phone with five lenses. I was like, wow. okay, I think that's for me. That's really um, and what I love is like there's I use mainly the 108 megapixel one, so it's like a kind mm -hmm. of a wide angle, but not too wide, you know. Because the thing is with fish eyes, sometimes it's on the on the sides, it's really yes. like bl like um, blurry. yeah, blurry and not really good. But what I love with this one is the um, I do the mise au point. I don't know in English uh, the focus. Okay. I put the focus somewhere. Uh, I take the picture with the wide angle, and then I can resize it on wow. Instagram once I finish the nice. edits. And so the picture is crisp. It's not blurry on, or anything. Um, and the resolution is fucking great. Wow, that's, that's so, really good. I yeah. mean, I, I, I'm not, I, I don't understand a lot about resolutions and stuff. That's why I just got an entry camera DSLR. Mm -hmm. Is that how it's Yeah. yeah. Uh, because in Portuguese it's DLSCA. So I just, I just said like, I, I don't want to stress about it. I'm just going to get a camera and that's it. Yeah. And I keep my old phone with me. <laughs> yeah, which works well. It works, yeah. I mean, for Instagram, it works nice. But if you want to print it or something, which is something I want to do later when I get better and better. Of course, uh, if I decide to create something else and I don't know, eventually even sell my prints, then I have something with high quality yeah. already. Yeah. That's what's most important, I guess. Yeah, and something good is that those new entry-level cameras you can control with your phone. So it just downloads. Oh, yeah, really? it has Wi-Fi. You connect okay. with your phone. You, you download the app and you can control it. Which is great. It's perfect. It's fucking great. So instead of struggling with the timer, you just... Like, <laughs> hey, it's fine. Perfect. Uh, oh, God. Okay. So how long have you been... Uh, how long have you been uh, discovering, let's say, Photoshop? Like, how long um, have you been playing with it? I think it started with 
in I think in March maybe. Oh wow! It's really recent. Oh, it's really recent. It's really recent. And you're already doing well. I mean, come on! Thank it took you. me so much to like just understand the just YouTube tutorials. Yes. Yeah. I, I didn't just have to pay any fancy classes, and of course, a lot of time and dedication because it's trial and yeah, error. Yeah, error, of course. That's it. If you want to like be a master on Photoshop, uh, in three days, then you buy a course. <laughs> yeah. Just change change <laughs> you, software. Yeah, you buy a course <laughs> or something. You buy a like private classes because that's not what this is about. Let's talk about pole dance. Like, okay. I feel you've been doing this for a longer time though than the, the yes, Photoshop, right? Um, I've been practicing pole dance since August last year. <laughs> wow! I was like, oh, I've been doing it for 10 years or something. No, wow, no, no, okay, no. that's but really new. I mean, I dance forever, you know, and when you have the background in dance, like in dancing, you can, you have already like the control of your body and the flexibility, which was my case, so you can apply on that. But it's fucking hard. <laughs> I mean, it looks like it. It like, is fucking you know, hard, yeah. It does look like bruises. it's easy. I yeah. have bruises all over, like your legs. Not, not now, but like I have here. I and have burns, here. right? It, it does, but it bruises more than than burns. I mean, I'm like, uh, I was on TikTok the other day, and so I see this girl. She looked like she was, you know, just sitting on the not sitting, but like. Um, she was straight up on the on on the pole dance on the pole bar, basically. Okay. Uh, and then she's like calling her dog. And the dog is upside down, and what? I was like, "She was upside down." She was upside down, <laughs> but she was in a in a such posture that was like, "I'm just chilling," you yeah, know. That's amazing. And she was like, "Okay, the dog actually took time to come, so I was tired." But yeah, but you know, with pole dance, you learn how to lock your body in a yeah. way that you won't you will not fall, which is really interesting. Which is crazy. Yeah, I was it is like, because I saw, so yeah, I think I saw. When I started following you on Instagram, basically, I saw that you were doing pole dance. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to be disrespectful or anything, okay? Yeah, but fine. my stereotype with pole dance was, okay, so only stripteasers does uh, yeah, pole dance. Yeah, but you know, that's, that for me, that's like... That's the main concept about it. Um, I mean, there are different types of pole dance. And of course, it started with the strip clubs. So I judge a lot whoever is doing pole fitness, which is this sport, okay. for example, and say, okay, but I'm not a stripper, you know? But, I don't get bills in my underpants. But, honey, you just started pole dancing in the first place because of the strippers, so fucking respect them. Um, but yeah, there are different types of pole dancing, basically. So you have the two main ones mm -hmm. are the pole fitness, which is the one I, I do. I practice which is more like a sport mm -hmm. actually it's about to go to the olympics i don't know how oh, wow. gonna, yeah okay but the olympics is about to consider that as a actual sport finally and introduce that to to it and there's the exotic exotic exotic, exotic yeah. yeah um type which is more sensual sexy yeah. stuff with the high heels and such which is not really my type, mm -hmm. but of course, when you're pole dancing, you want to explore, you want to know your body, exactly. so you feel better about it if you're more, more confident, but it, it's not my, my It's not main, your thing. But yeah, yeah, it's not my main thing, but of course, I'm always open to try. But yeah, people usually have that 
misconception that it's only strippers yeah. or if um, I am posting a picture with, I don't know, uh, short clothes, they will think, oh, she wants to show up her body. No, dude, I just want to stick to the pole <laughs> because with leggings, with pants, you I cannot stick. do this. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You know, but it, it, it is something like that. And, and it hap- it helped me to fight against sexes in that way because I used it to be one of the persons yeah. judging yeah. whoever posted on a pole dance with uh, short clothes and things like that. But now I'm on with it. Yeah, dance. now you're the one being judged, basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah. definitely. Okay, definitely yeah. I'm being judged by someone. But I don't care. <laughs> I mean, come on. To each, yeah. to each one is their life, you know? Like, come on. Like, that's the thing now that I've tried to, to do is like, okay, like this practice I don't like. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't even understand it or anything. I'm not talking about Poland, but like any other thing, you know? But I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, they're doing it. So, fine. If they're okay with it, you know? Like, yeah, of course. But many people are not like that. And many people are like, <laughs> and I sure as hell used to be like that, you know? Three years ago, we all use it too. If we I saw you on the pole, on the pole, <laughs> look at that bitch! Like, this just want to show her body, uh, you know. And Brazilian, no, ah, Brazilian, <laughs> of you. I don't know where <laughs> it's Brazil is, but yeah. okay, like, yeah, <laughs> uh, but I got it, I understand, and I. I think I try to because I know a lot of people around me has this misconception, but they don't say it, yeah, they just say, like. Oh, you, you pole dance. Oh, that's, You're great. That's nice. Why are you oh. posting that? Yeah. You know, you are. Um, so you can be a victim of harassment. I'm like, dude, go to hell. You're harassing me right now, bitch. Like. Yeah, but I understand. I understand yeah. because some people come to me to say that in a way of protection. Yeah. And we do get a lot of messages. Yeah like harassment messages saying oh you're freaking sexy or something i'm like fuck you <laughs> i don't yeah, want you know that. that dude is jerking off right now like, yeah you know. oh jesus don't tell sorry. me sorry <laughs> <laughs> i mean that's not on me i'm just posting my picture or whatever but yeah people usually try they tend to judge you by that they tend they tend to judge that you can dance on a pole for them you know so if they knew you were a lawyer and going to sue their ass, you know. Oh, I'm gonna <laughs> freaking kill them. <laughs> and get away with murder. Oh, I already, I already have a lot of kill lots people. Of, what? Not kill, not kill, not kill. Oh, okay. not kill. Uh, you, you misheard that. <laughs> um, but I had a lot of issues with that actually, and I had to explain to the person, look, you are confusing things. I'm not that kind of person. You fucking respect me, and I don't want to talk to you ever again. So that's how it happens. And yeah. You learn how to stand by yourself. <laughs> yeah, basically. And how did you get into pole dance? Um, so I wanted to, first of all, I hate gyms. Mm-hmm. I hate it. I, I have no idea what you're talking about. It's perfect. I love it. <laughs> Look at my body, you know. Oh, don't say that. But <laughs> Sorry. But I, I freaking hate the environment. The, the, the guys and the girls yeah. like, yeah. I can. Looking at themselves in the mirrors being like, I'm going to fuck myself tonight. I cannot deal with yeah. that. So Too much self-love. I always... <laughs> that's true. I always wanted to dance. And I mean, I danced my entire life. But always dropping from different types of dance, you know? Yeah. So I was like, okay, fine. What involves dancing? 
and also involves something fitness, so pole dance. That's, that's how. So I saw this workshop around my corner and I said, I'm gonna give it a try. So I'm there. The universe is speaking to you, basically. Yeah, exactly. It's right. I recently discovered, so when I was younger, I, I discovered it already, but I never was really interested in it. I was like, okay, what mm -hmm. is this? Uh, it's kind of like pole dance, but with uh, tissues, you know, not tissues, but like... Um, yeah, I know. Uh, I know. I don't uh, know the name, but you know... It's like sheets. Yeah, it's sheets, exactly. And they are blocking themselves with sheets. It's more like circles thing. Yeah, but it's beautiful, it's beautiful as well. It's beautiful. And I was like, you damn. As I'm saying, you have different types of exploring the same sport. So, of course, the pole dance involves the pole, but the basic movements goes to the this. I don't know the name in English. Me neither. I don't know. With the sheets yeah. and uh, you also have with the... Oh, I don't know how to say yeah, that. Yeah, the, the, the circle, the... Yeah, the, the hope. The hoop, the hula hoop. Hoop, hoop, hoop <laughs> not hope. Hoop. Oh, sorry. Um, maybe it's a beer. Yeah, um, that's the best the excuse. Hoop. Yeah, it's our, our Ario hope, something yeah. like that. And it's freaking mm -hmm. awesome. I tried it. I was like a kid trying a toy for the first time. It's amazing. He, he, I don't know. I have no way to describe how... Mm -hmm. I leave my, my, my classes, you know, because I'm so happy. Mm -hmm. And every class, you see the progression, you yeah. have a movement that you want to copy and you want to execute, so... And at the end, you manage to do that? Yes, yeah. so that's what it's about it. That's why it's so addicting. And I, I just love it. Because, yeah, basically you work every fucking muscle. You work your leg muscles, yeah. you work your abdominals. And I spent like three days hurting. <laughs> yeah, you bet. Yes, that's oh, it. Oh, God. Okay, that's great. Yay. Um, so basically, I think we're going to wrap this up because I mm -hmm. think. Is there any topic you want to bring about, talk about, or? I'm great. I'm okay. okay. So. The beer is kicking in. So <laughs> it's better to wrap up. <laughs> uh, usually at the end, I have a few questions. Um, mm -hmm. So, okay, what would be your th your top three books that you would recommend to? Books. Yeah. Oh, oh my gosh. Because I know you're reading. Yeah, I, I, I don't. I would not say I read a lot. I'm just back on the game. But if you read more than one book a year, it's already a lot. Okay, so, so it's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> well, let me see. Um, there's a book that I don't. It's a Brazilian book. It's okay. not. It's not famous, but it's a book called The Student. And okay. I remember. I have a story behind this book, actually. I have a story for everything, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's your um, podcast, so please, oh, go on. Oh, thank you very much. Um, so I remember when I was in my... I was 12, 13, I think. I don't know. We were all choosing books from the library okay. because we needed to read a book. Yeah, just, just cool choose, stuff. Yeah, and I chose this particular book and I remember my teacher saying, this book is going to change your life. And it, it did. It did. It did. It's a simple story, but a real story about a very rich family, uh, actually a very rich uh, boy who had the, like his brother involving with drugs. Okay. So I was 13, yeah. 12, 13. Yeah. So it was kind of new to me mm -hmm. to know all about this drugs and how and, yeah. drugs can Destroy ruin life. your life and things like that. And 
I mean, spoiler alert, the, the brother died because oh. of the addiction. Okay. Yeah. So Which drugs was it? Um, Every drug? It was like heroin, crack. Okay. Yeah, the worst. Kind of, yeah. The, 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 the yellow ones. dragon. Yeah. No, it, is, it was not marijuana. <laughs> no, marijuana doesn't it's kill fine. you. It's fine. It's not drugs. It makes you stronger. <laughs> Anyways, but um, that was the first book that actually got me. Yeah. And I wrote, and I read like the the second and the third. Um, I don't have any like cult books cult? to. Uh, oh, okay. Know, oh, cult. Okay, like, yeah, yeah. Cultissimo. Yeah. You know, I don't have those yeah, kind no, of books, books to indicate. Just books you but like. But also, <laughs> Harry Potter books. <laughs> uh, don't don't do that. I won't. Don't. don't. <laughs> but they make me a reader. They uh, yeah. like J.K. Rowling, even though she's a uh, transphobic. And she's cancelled right now. Yeah, like, she's about transphobic. <laughs> uh, but she changed my life yeah. because she made me a reader. You like know? so many other people, you know. Uh, and it's really sad, actually, to say that that I don't want to admire her because, well, you know. I used, she created a whole new world and yeah. I actually grew up with Harry Potter. And we all did. I did as well, you know. Oh, stop I'm, it. I'm like doing stop it. No, what? I had the same age as him. Like with the books. Yeah, okay, I was all... With was the it? books oh. being uh, oh, yeah. released, I had Movies the same age. for me, sorry. Um, for me, Harry Potter is Daniel Radcliffe, you know. Um, but still, still, it, it was like oh, yeah. three years gap. Yeah. Uh, but okay, so... but. To actually get people reading it, let me think about one that I really like. Oh shit. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I have like many small books that get into my head, but they're all quick, you know. It's like, okay. Uh, I like Saramago. Saramago? Saramago. He's, a, 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 he's actually Portuguese. Okay. And I don't read it. No. <laughs> I don't know the name in English. Oh, ah. shit. I don't know the name in English. How do you say it in, in... in Portuguese? It's Ensaio sobre a Cegueira. Okay, wait. Please, a little slower. Ensaio. Ensaio. Sobre. Sobre, yes. Okay, this one I get. A Cegueira, blindness. Um, Oh, shit. Okay, it's a book about blind, blind people. I mean, if you write it, I can understand, I guess, but uh, um, if it's... Uh... But anyway, Saramago is very <laughs> actually famous. Um, you have the house of Saramago here in Lisbon. Okay. And uh, he writes about society and how hypocrite society is, etc. And I think it's a very good book to, to read, uh, to add after my... Teenage indications. Teenagers, yeah. Okay. <laughs> but I, I like young adults' books. I, I'm not the person who will say, oh, I'm reading Dostoyevsky. You know, <laughs> I'm so amazing. Yeah. I don't judge who does. Amazing. Well done. I have to read those though, just to be able to judge them even more. Like you know, <laughs> like I've read it, but I don't need. To no, but I, I should. Oh, also, there's a Brazilian. Alter, he's called Machado Jesus. You've got books in Brazil? Oh, <laughs> sometimes, sometimes you do. Uh, okay, oh, so it's coming to my, my mind now. Yeah, go ahead, go I'm ahead. Sorry, no, no, it's go not ahead. Gonna, gonna be three, it's, it's gonna okay. be more. You can, you can do five. I can. There, there are two authors in Brazil that okay. I really love. It's just coming to my head at the moment. Uh, I'm sorry for the shitty indications before. <laughs> Uh, cancel J.K. Rowling. <laughs> okay, let's go. Let's cancel our house. Uh, so you are two now. There are Machado de Assis. Okay. If you want to know 
real Brazilian literature go to him because he's from, I think, the 19th century and he's still a bestseller until today. Wow. Yes. Okay. And um, it's amazing. He has multiple books. I can indicate uh, Isaoui Jacob and... Uh, What's the name? <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying to think in English. Memórias Póstumas de Bras Cubas. It's in Portuguese. I don't, I don't know the name in English. And there are plenty of them, but these are. And Don Casmurro as well. Don Casmurro is the main one. Okay. Don Casmurro is the main one. So he way the way he writes is just perfect it's genius and if you get the right edition you're gonna get the right translation so it's gonna be way more interesting and they're also my one of my favorite authors is Clarice Lispector she's also Brazilian the, I think that name rings a bell can you say it again Clarice Lispector she's actually famous she yeah, was famous yeah I think I've heard about it I don't know yeah um, yeah, it does ring a bell. So there's uh, her main book is, I think it's in English, The Hour of the Star. In Portuguese, mm. it's A Hora da Estrela. But the one I love is uh, The Passion According to G.H. Okay. It's a very reflexive uh, book. It's a very simple plot, but the way she writes is just amazing it, it makes sense at least for okay. me um so yeah that's it okay that's good <laughs> so you're more into you're more into like novels and yeah, fiction I I books i love hunger games as well <laughs> i actually love the movies i mean not loved but i watched the books the movies. are amazing i just don't like the third book but the, the i don't know how to second, read so the first and the second are amazing <laughs> don't say that <laughs> I've been I've been pretending <gasps> since forever, you know. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. You know, like I I'm not a person who will give you very okay. I'm reading this book. I'm so smart. No, I just. Anyways. <laughs> I mean, I don't know anyone who's like that, and I'm quite happy I, I don't. Really. I know. Oh. Yeah, I know some people. <sighs> people. Maybe you know. I'm not in contact with them anymore, but I I use it to know. <laughs> okay. Did I know them as well? Huh? Did I know them as well? No, I don't. Okay. Think, no, no, no. <laughs> Weight lifted off my shoulders. Okay, we're gonna gossip a little um, bit. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to throw some shade at people. I'm sitting on the grass and I. Why are you doing that? To I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, self destruction, you know. Oh, God. Okay. So, guys, thanks for tuning in for this uh, month episode. Um, with, you know, going outside, so we've got some more noise, we've got planes, <laughs> we've got people, we've got a sex orgy party of white birds. Guys, pretty much, pretty um, much that. Dogs um, barking. Dogs uh, hunting, actually. Dogs hunting pigeons also. And yeah, some weird ass people, but hey, we're living life. Thank so, you. Thanks, Krish. Thank you. I had a blast. The and yeah, just if you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to go on Apple Podcast, give a five-star review, and give me a thousand euros on PayPal. And Thank follow you. me on Instagram. Oh, yes. <laughs> so, at underscore creative underscore underscore cloud. Yeah. <laughs> bye. Ciao, bye.